0: Attention, all true believers! Marvel Comics is on the air! Hi, welcome to episode 634 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I have to make a confession. I'm a Russian bot. Here's a long game. You see... Russia spent billions of dollars on knockoff Fantastic Four merchandise, and they have me doing this podcast in the hopes of promoting the Fantastic Four and making them the most popular characters in the world, in the hopes that Americans would spend all their money on this crap FF merchandise, making Russia super rich and bankrupting the United States of America. Needless to say, it hasn't worked out as planned. Russia is the one that has gone bankrupt, creating all that FF merchandise, and they've had to resort to alternate means to get back at America. Yeah. Yeah. It's all my fault. In every episode of The Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of The Fantastic Four, starting with Issue 1 and going all the way to Issue 645. Today is Fantastic Four 644, released on March 11th, 2015. Back in Blue, Part 4, by James Robinson and Leonard Kirk, the beginnings of which we shall witness in half a moment. And so, all these creatures let loose by John Eden, the Quiet Man, are rampaging all over the number of cities on Earth, including New York. Uh, Reed says to his team, along with the Submariner, the Original Human Torch, and Wyatt Wingfoot, that the time for talking is over; it's time for action. And then Reed talks nonstop for the next three pages. <laughs> he does really. He basically fills us in on what's going on. He says that Ben and the other heroes are busy in New York fighting the bi- the bug creatures. Of, and the Heroes Reborn Avengers, it's hard to decide which one is worse. I think I'd rather read a book about bug creatures. And then he mentions Mr. Sheridan, this guy they have laying in bed, who needs to go to sleep so that that dream cop, Sleepwalker, appears. Oh yes, James Robinson has really pulled out all the stops for this last big storyline. Guest star, Sleepwalker. And then Sleepwalker will help them access Franklin's dreams and turn off the Heroes Reborn Avengers and the bug creatures who are created when Franklin created the universe with his own dreams. You know, I have a better idea. The Heroes Reborn Avengers were actually created by Rob Liefeld, so maybe someone should put him to sleep. So Mr. Sheridan goes to sleep, the creepy sleepwalker guy appears, who sounds like Vincent Price, which or so they say. That's a nice reference for the young readers out there. I don't know... I mean, I know him as the guy who did the voiceover in the song Thriller, but that itself was like 35 years ago. Next, they have Valeria open the portal, which will take Sleepwalker, Sue, Franklin, Namer, and Jim Hammond, the original Human Torch, into the Heroes Reborn world. Wow. James Robinson has an amazing knack of figuring out just what readers want and then doing the exact opposite. A few bug creatures pop up out of the portal, And Sleepwalker smacks one down. Johnny and Wyatt shoot some others. And so Sue, Sleepwalker, and their crew quickly disappear into the portal. And outside the portal, Reed asks Johnny and Wyatt if they're okay. They say they have things covered. You know, neither of them have superpowers. Just big guns, so I don't think they really have things covered. Reed tells the rest of the kids to stay there. And then he takes Valeria, his... Three year old daughter, outside in the middle, into the middle of a big battle with all kinds of dangerous critters. Down on the street with the Thing and the rest of the real Marvel heroes, they have to deal with the bug creatures and something even uglier Rob Liefeld's Heroes Reborn Avengers. Ben thinks uh, Heroes Reborn Thor is not as strong as the original, but Hulk thinks his doppelganger is still pretty tough. You know, I just noticed that the real Hulk has a mohawk. Is he going through some kind of punk rock phase in 2015? You know, like Storm did? Well, it is about (laughs) three decades too late for that. Falcon, the current Captain America. You know, Falcon and Captain America were a team for so long, it's... It's hard to refer to Falcon AS Captain America. It's like that guy from the Kardashians. Okay, I better not go there. So, Franklin thinks it's weird when he finds himself face-to-face with Heroes Reborn Cap. I love how Rob Liefeld replaced, replaced the A on his head with a kind of an ugly eagle, because, you know, Jack Kirby got it all wrong. Scarlet Witch uh, does some crazy stuff with her powers, and shit goes flying all over the place. Next, we see Bentley and the kids have snuck out. What the hell? Did Johnny and Wyatt fall asleep? They had one job. Okay, well, actually, they had two jobs, one of which was watching a sleeping man. So I can't imagine that the task was so distracting they didn't notice the kids sneaking away. Bentley says that now that he's a hero, he wants to do something heroic. I don't recall what happens, but I would not be surprised to me. You know, I don't recall what happens to Bentley, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was killed. know, I do remember that Valeria makes it, so that's kind of a bummer. Ben is running down the street, He can't see much of anything through all the dirt and smoke. But he comes across the new, new, new Frightful Four. The Wizard is back, you know, very quickly. We've seen like three different Frightful Fours in a very short span of time. And this time, with this Frightful Four, this may be my favorite Frightful Four of all time. We've got Sandman, a classic. We've got 1970s Glamazon Superwoman, Thundra. I got me that Thunder action figure, by the way. You know it. And She- and She-Thing... Where's the She-Thing action figure? Of course, I don't think the wizard made the best choice, because... All three of these characters are like... ...fenemies with a Fantastic Four. They're not like... it's not a lot of real hatred on behalf of... ...Sandman, She-Thing, and Thunder. they just kind of like... It's kind of like a love-hate thing with the Fantastic Four. Meanwhile... Reed and Valeria are flying around in a ship. Even though didn't shield take away other ships, he tells her that she'll be safe inside the ship and he flies off on a rocket pack up towards the Chrysler building, which for my money is the best-looking skyscraper in New York. And inside we see John Eden alone in a control room watching a bunch of monitors. All the action from all around the world is kind of like it's like kind of like being in a sports bar only for megalomaniacal assholes. Reed enters the room and John asks how he found him, and Reed said that he traced the energy from the transporter device back to this headquarters. Reed says he's alone and John has a bunch of little robots attack him. They're like little evil Herbies. And meanwhile, back in that portal, it says, between time and space, it's just kind of a boring void with an occasional bug monster. This was created by Franklin's dreams? It's pretty sad. If I created a universe with my dreams, it would be filled with cats, cheese wheels, porn stars, and jet skis. They finally come to an entrance in the void, into a dilapidated rundown version of New York City. It was the Heroes Reborn New York, which isn't looking very well. Sleepwalker says that the bug creatures are the corrupted humans who used to inhabit the world. Namer says, as long as I can corrupt them with my fists. That's all I care about. Okay, Neymar really needs to work on his sense of humor. Funny quips are not his thing. As they fight off the creatures, Sue is wondering why she brought, brought her son there if he can't use his powers on the creatures. So Sue is surprised by what Franklin's powers can and can't do? Has she not been paying attention? Sleepwalker says that Franklin will be useful all in due time. And then, the group encounters a large figure, looming over them all, who says, This is my domain now. And we see, it's, Psycho Man. Not a big surprise, but there's your cliffhanger ending. Didn't he used to rule the Microverse? I think ruling the Heroes Reborn universe is like, a huge step down. Coming in the next issue, will Reed and Valeria solve the Quiet Man's devious calculations? I'm actually reading most of this from the actual comic. Uh, Let me guess. Yes, they will. Are Johnny's powers extinguished for good? Most likely not. Can the Fantastic Four remain a family? That's a stupid question. Other than Ben, they're like literally are a family. Sue and Johnny will always be brother and sister. Reed and Sue will always be the parents of Franklin. And Valeria too, I guess. Will Moon Knight finally make an appearance in the Fantastic Four? <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Find out in the next Fantastic Forecast. And with that, I've got one more issue to go. Next time, the final, last episode. The oversized final episode covering the 60-page final issue of the Fantastic Four. And since the FF and Doctor Doom are an important part of the third secret wars miniseries i'll be doing that as well so it might be a couple of weeks before that final episode comes down the pike if you have any questions about the fantastic four about this podcast or if you need relationship advice you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com you can download other episodes of itunes or find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com so long kids this podcast is over Sleepless nights at the shadow. Visualize it I'll give it something to do Yeah.